TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates the class of 2024, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Will Marotti Show. This is Will Marotti. Great to uh, be with you today. Matt Sorois at the Master Control Panel. And uh, as I've said before, listen, on, on my best day, I still need your help. And so we always want this to be caller-driven, the program. And uh, caller-driven means you call in 800-966-9842-860-522-9842. And uh, help us, help us make this be the number one show in Connecticut. And how do we do that? You help us by calling, contacting, texting, messaging, emails, your friends, your relatives, your associates, business work associates, and your neighbors. And you say, hey, 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock, give, give Will Marotti a shout. Give him a, give him a try. Listen to the program. See what you think. And don't just invite the people that agree with you. Invite your other friends who maybe don't agree with you politically. Have, ask them to call as well. Um, I will tell you that... Um, I've gotten so much positive response on my social media. By the way, I'm on, on social media channels, uh, Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And it's all the same handle, Will Marotti. Will, W-I-L-L, Marotti, M-A-R-O-T-T-I. Same thing. So if you're on Twitter, I'm on Twitter. If you're on Facebook, I'm on Facebook. If you're on Instagram, I'm on Instagram. If you're on LinkedIn, I'm on LinkedIn. And I'm not on TikTok. I'm thinking about it, but I still feel too old for TikTok. So I would, I would, be, uh, I would be lying if I, if I said I think I, I belong on TikTok. Maybe I do. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's uh, getting the platform is aging a little bit in terms of, of uh, participation. But I don't, uh, I don't necessarily think it is. So... Um, what do you think? So the question is, here's the question. Connecticut is, it's kind of a, it's kind of mythology right now that the governor's approval ratings are so high because of the great job he's done with COVID because he hasn't. A lot of federal money has poured into the state, giving us the appearance of more stability than we have financially, economically. Do you think people will wake up to these things before the next election, do you think the media, as we start to see a little crack, little cracks of daylight in the national media, they're starting to come awake to all this. Do you think that'll happen here in Connecticut? Does it happen in time or is it too late to change the outcome of the next election? And in all of that, will the coattails of the Democrat demise nationally, which appears what's going to be a demise of Democrats nationally, will that, will that extend, will that expand out to Connecticut 
and we'll see some new Republican representation. All that, all that, those are the questions that we want to talk about. 800-966-9842-860-522-9842. Let me just take a pause here. Ah, coffee. And let us go to the first call of the hour. Susan, Susan, welcome to the show. Susan, are you there? Good morning, Pastor Will. Thank Good. you for coming back. Good morning. We really need your prayer, especially now. Oh, you like the prayer? Yeah? <laughs> yes, I really missed okay, your prayer good. when you were gone. Thank you. And I just wanted to talk about today is Three Kings Day. It is, isn't it? Three Kings Day, the day that, it, at least it's marked anyway. We don't know if it's historically accurate, but the day that the the Magi visited it, the, Chis- the, day the Christ the Magi child. found the Lord Jesus and worshipped mm-hmm. him. Right. And I was thinking about what the Democrats and the media are trying to do with today. They're trying to totally ruin it. And I think what we need to do is just completely two things. We need to turn off the media completely, not pay any attention to them, because they live by ratings. If their ratings are zero, then they're going to know that they flopped. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. the second thing we need to do is we need to search and find the true king, because that's what we need now, is the Amen. true king, yeah, Jesus. Because the person that's running our country is totally incompetent, and he's got all his incompetent minions with him. So we need a true king. You know, somebody sent me a, uh, I think it was an Instagram video this morning of uh, President Biden a couple days ago. Now, here we are, first week into the new year, right? And, and, and now, correct me if I'm wrong, but this is 2022, the new year, right? And what does is, what is the president say? The president says, well, there's lots of reasons to be hopeful in 2020. Uh, Joe, that was two years ago. <laughs> you know, I mean, it, it's almost embarrassing that, you know, and, and I don't understand why. I guess it's because people would prefer Biden than Kamala Harris. Because when, when President Trump was running, who was incredibly cognitive and on his game, you may not like how he did things. You may not like what he said. But people were talking about taking him out for the 25th Amendment for, like, you know, as soon as he got elected. Impeaching him or taking him out for inability to perform through the 25th Amendment. I've not heard anybody talk about that with Joe Biden. Is that surprising to you? Yeah. <laughs> It's really scary what's going on now. I think so. I think it is, and and I and I hope that people wake up to this, and you know more more people will say, oh boy, we actually may have a problem here, than 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 don't, and so we'll be able to figure out that oh my gosh, maybe maybe the guy that we elected isn't really up to the task. I mean, I, I I'm not I'm not trying to be a conspiracy theorist or anything, but I think you just have to listen to him to know that that something's not quite right. Um, with him, but that that's it. Susan, thank you so much for calling. I appreciate it very much. Let's go to uh, George in St. Louis. George, welcome to the show. Hello. 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 Go ahead, George. Yeah, hi. Can you hear me, Pastor Will? Yeah, go ahead. Loud and clear. Go yeah. ahead. Yeah, I'd like to talk about the Chicago uh, teachers' work stoppage. Yes. Yeah. Uh, how is it that, that uh, despite uh, the mayor's uh, plea and Biden's plea that they still went on strike. And how is it they're using COVID money to uh, buy critical race theory material as well? 
Where, where, where do they get off being uh, kings well, I, I, and queens? You have to stop there, George. I, I don't know. I mean, you say it's happening. I've not heard that before. I, I, I don't know. How, is, how do you know that they're using COVID money to buy critical race theory? Yeah, before? they are. Yeah. Well, how do you know that? Uh, well, that was reported in the news the other day, I, if you can believe the news. But uh, they were, by the way, the government supplied the Chicago, the Chicago school system with uh, with with money uh, that would that would uh, clean up the the virus in in the schools, you mm-hmm. know, uh, uh, that would that would uh, introduce a healthy environment as mm-hmm. as far as airflow and everything sure. else goes. Sure. Oh, and by the way, uh, they did a they also did a study that the grammar school kids are not um, educationally ready to enter high school, and the high school students are not. Uh, educationally ready to uh, to enter college, but that's so they're that far story. behind. I mean, that's, that's true. Nationwide. As far as the remote remote learning yeah. goes, remote, well, remote learning, learning is a largely failure. ineffective. Everybody will agree with that. I don't think anyone will will not agree with that. I mean, I'm not blaming the teachers, other than to say that you know they ought to be in school. But um, certainly, that's that's been now, largely ineffective. But is it strange to you, uh, George, that Mayor Lori Lightfoot is pushing up against the unions? The unions who want to shut the schools down, keep them closed. Mayor Lightfoot well, wants the schools to be open. Is it is it odd to you that Lori Lightfoot would be pushing against the unions? I I, I think she's just looking at the next election. Uh, here's what I think this should be done. Uh, we we go on a dual uh, learning system. Mm-hmm. And you bring in you bring in the uh, teachers from uh, the private schools, yep. and they start they start a session now teaching at, at public schools beginning at four p.m. Mm-hmm. and you know go until seven or eight, and uh, then they then they obviously teach their regular school session during the day. Mm-hmm. It's time it's time to bring in competition against uh, uh, public school teachers that first of all don't want to teach and really don't have the competency to uh, teach at all well you know but i i understand that and i'm 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 all for that because obviously we we have a private school uh carver academy but the problem is you're never going to get that. i mean the unions have such a grasp of control on things and, and on systems and and, and government you, you're never going to get that i mean we can't even get vouchers for crying out loud we can't get vouchers to allow parents to, you know. I think that money, the um, money follows a child kind of a thing is is really appropriate. So that if you pull your kids out of public school, that same dollar amount should go to the to the private school yeah, or a portion exactly. should go to the private school. But they won't even do that. I mean, you can't even get them to move on any of this stuff. Well, if you were to move into um, Chicago with with your kids as a family. Yeah, wouldn't you make that consideration? How good is the school system? Oh, 100 percent, of course, of course. I mean, why would you move? Uh, why would you move to the city of Chicago when, first of all, you don't get police protection, and second of all, the school system stinks? Yeah, well, I I think there's people not moving into. That's the whole point. I, I, Illinois is one of the uh, one of the top outbound states in the country, so I don't think people are moving there. I think people are probably. Probably moving right. on. It, it, huge, huge number of problems in Chicago, George, and, and I don't know if there's any any fix because they're so they're so bad. It's managed so poorly. And to your other point, I think that could be a, a just a campaign ploy by Mayor Lightfoot to push up against the unions. But thank you for your thank you for your call. Thanks for. Um, I, I, this is amazing to me. So this is from Bloomberg, Bloomberg, and it's the editorial board at Bloomberg, and and saying that children cannot afford teacher walkouts. 
America's school children have suffered terrible harm during the pandemic. The damage has fallen heaviest on poor children, black and Latino communities. Data from across the country makes it painfully clear. And tragically, it's about to get worse. And they go into the Chicago uh, uh, decision and, and saying, how is this possible? If you know that this is bad for our kids and you know that the kids are not learning, why, why would you do it again? And, and I think the answer is you wouldn't do it again unless someone was forcing you to do it again. And that would be, of course, the teacher unions. And I'm not, this isn't a, a, a dig against teachers, the rank and file. It's generally, it's the, it's the union leadership that, that pushes these things. Uh, and sadly, it says it's not just Chicago where teachers are staying home. Unions in other cities have pushed districts to return to virtual classes. It increasingly seems as though unions view in-person instruction as an optional part of a teacher's job, which is ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. 800-966-9842, 860-522-9842. Let's take a quick break, get a couple commercials, and we'll come back, and, uh, and we'll talk to you. Back to the Will Marotti Show on WTIC News Talk 1080. Ten twenty three. Welcome back. This this is a funny article. Rudy Rudy just sent me this from Florida. This is a uh, a New York Post article. Apparently, in Florida, where people are moving in from places like New York, people are putting notes on their cars, and it says if you <laughs> if you are one of those woke people, leave Florida. You will be happier elsewhere. As will we. Apparently, people like Florida, and they don't want it polluted by liberal Democrats moving into the state. And so they, there's this campaign being waged to encourage people. Now, the police are not, you know, they're not laughing about it. It's not, it's not funny. But um, we understood the concern, and that's why we sort of look into this matter, says Captain William Rothrock, the department's public information officer, uh, as uncivil as it may be, it's not characteristic of our community. It's not a crime, so uh, you can't stop people from doing it. Or you can't arrest them for doing it, much to the woke people's. Uh, <laughs> much to the woke people's dismay. Um, hey, here's a question for you. Uh, your town, your, your community, is, is there a mask mandate in place? I'm trying to, trying to get a guest to talk about uh, Fairfield. We're not, we're not going to have a mask mandate. We're just not doing that. Um, no mask mandate in Wallingford, which I'm happy to say. What about your town? Do you Where you live, is there a mask mandate? I think there is in West Hartford. I think there is in New Haven. Uh, mask mandate in your town. Uh, that's all I want to know. 800-966-9842-860-522-9842. Give us a call. Let's go to ah, the, the aforementioned Rudy from Florida. Hi, Rudy. It's funny because I've been thinking about doing that for two years, and then when I you know, if, if it's not illegal in West Palm Beach, then yeah. you're good to go because that's uber liberal. And uh, oh, the, yeah, the notes on the car. If you're if you're if you're a woke person, leave. <laughs> yeah, because you had that crazy sheriff down there that uh, never arrested that gunman for like yeah. 32 counts of abuse against his mother, oh and he never gosh. should have had a gun. And but um, this Chicago thing has been going. I'm gonna I'm I could blame on two people first is Obama. Mm. Um, his 
top aide took over for Mayor Daley, Ron Emanuel. Right, right. The Godfather. And that's when this progressive decline in Chicago happened because the Daley family was more like a JFK Democrat. Yeah, they were they, they were like blue dog conservative uh, Democrats. Yeah, they were way more yeah, conservative than the average Democrat. Right. Tough on crime. Yeah. They didn't tolerate anything. Then well, they didn't manual. tell her anything except they were as corrupt as, as people in Haiti. I mean, you know, the Haitian government. You know, I mean, corruption in Chicago and, and vote stealing and fraud in Chicago were as old as Chicago itself. Right, but it, 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 now it goes deeper with uh, the new mayor, the previous mayor, and I, I don't want to steal uh, uh, caller's thunder, mm-hmm. but, you know, there are Soros-funded DAs in Chicago. Yeah. And, um, well, I mean, Soros, you know, I hate, again, I hate, I hate to bring up the name just because uh, the, he, the tentacles are, are, are far extended. I mean, there's probably a lot more than we even imagine right. that's well, being funded I wanted by to that, bring that, that up. money. We all know what he's done, and he's been mm-hmm. infiltrating our institutions for decades in this country. Yeah, right. It's no longer, he's useless to talk about. What we need to know is who he's funded that's doing these things, these DAs, these school board members, and we need to run against them and get them out. Yeah, Chicago, I agree. Chicago needs new leadership from the DA on, on down. Mm-hmm. They need new leadership in City Hall, and we need to know who these guys that he fought. I don't, I don't care about the theories of what he's doing, what he's done. His, his blueprint is already enacted, and we need to know who – he put in charge in, in different districts yeah. and get yeah. them out. I mean, we know there's congressmen in Connecticut. We know the DAs that are letting everyone go on the streets for $0 bail sure. in New York City. We need to out these people, and we need to run against them and get it, them out. It's a coordinated no effort, Rudy, for sure, and it's going to need a coordinated response to overcome it, to your point. So I, I think you're absolutely – Hey, Rudy, i got to let you go. News time. Thank you so much for the article, and thanks for calling in. 800-966-9842. We come back, phone lines open, just you guys, me, you and me. That's it. Rest of the program. Love to hear from you today. Stay with us. Will Marty Show, Will Marty. We'll be right back. This is Michael David from Seattle. I'm 51 years old, and six months ago, I started taking Andro 400 to increase my testosterone. Since then, I've lost 35 pounds of fat, and my waist went from size 38 to size 32. I have more energy, and I look and feel 20 years younger. And now my wife tells me I have to take Andro 400. Hi, this is Ron Johnson from Utah. After 10 weeks of taking Andro 400, I lost 13 pounds, and my waist went from 36 to 33. That was eight years ago. I continue to take Andro 400 and I've maintained my weight at 172. Gained muscle and energy. I'm 63 now and feel better than I have in 30 years. Andro 400, the natural way to increase testosterone, lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great. Try Andro 400, the safe, effective, affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. Back to the Will Marathi Show on WTIC News Talk 1080. All right, welcome back. It's 1037. I'm looking at this uh, winter weather advisory from the uh, Winter National Weather Service. Um, Fairfield, Northern New Haven, Middlesex, New London, 
counties all in 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 New York in you know a little south of that as well. Four to six inches expected midnight tonight to noon tomorrow. Plan on slippery road conditions. Snowfall could reach one inch per hour in in heavy snowband areas. So here's the deal, right? We're going to be here no matter what. We're we're here for you. So there is no better place for you to be during a weather event or, you know, an emergency power outage event. I mean, the best place for you to be is right here at WTSC News Talk 1080. So we will be here tomorrow. Brian will be here with you tomorrow. I will be here with you tomorrow. Tom Shattuck will be here with you tomorrow. Todd, by then, it'll be all cleaned up. Uh, Todd will be here tomorrow. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Todd. Um, so we'll be here. We'll be here. We'll, we'll, we'll give you information, cancellations, closings, all that information. No better place to be than right here at WTIC when there's a weather event. And so we want that to happen. 800-966-9842-860-522-9842. The question is, do you think, do you think the media, do you think people in general are going to wake up in time to save the state before the election? Which is, you know. 10 months away is is there time to save the state is there time now you know they're saying nationally republic republicans will do well nationally democrats they believe are going to take a huge hit in in november and we can only pray and hope does that translate to connecticut because you know we're in a, we're in a different place over here we, we don't we don't see things the same way so, you know, you have to wonder, does, does, does it make a difference here in the land of steady habits? Let's go to Wallingford, RP. RP, welcome to the show. Good morning. Good morning. Um, <clears throat> hey, um, as far as uh, this isn't what I want to talk about, but nationally definitely um, will gain, gain ground. But I don't – Connecticut, I'm just – I have absolutely no idea. <clears throat> you know, I just don't. I mean, how – well, I mean, it, it is. All of us are looking at crystal balls right now. You know, we don't really know. Nobody really knows. I'm just, well, I'm just hoping about, it's got some long coattails, and so that the yeah, the, yeah. the, the, the crime, could be a crime big defeat thing. in November for Democrats nationally would translate to something here in Connecticut. Yep. Um, what I wanted to say was, I don't think Lamont got anywhere near as much criticism as he should have for the icy roads not being treated. I mean, there was. No, it was really predictable. It was a textbook ice, icing situation mm-hmm. at the worst possible time. And mm-hmm. this is a Monday morning quarterback because I was calling people the night before telling them, don't go out in the morning. It's going to be awful. Um, and, and, and their explanation was it was too windy. There, there was no wind at all. And yeah. it was too cold. Now, now, this, I don't mean this sarcastically. It has to be cold to have ice, but it wasn't like it was five. It was in the 20s. Yeah. It can't be yeah. any warmer and still get ice. I, mm-hmm. it, it, and then they said it was too early at midnight to go out. And well, here's, in here's what they, you probably didn't hear, uh, RP. The DOT had about a 30% call-out rate because of co- well, That's what illness. I was going to get to, yeah. I, I figured that <clears> was probably prob- as much as anything the reason because our DOT does a great job with our roads. Yeah. I mean, you you got to oh, go yeah. you got to search long to find somebody that does a better job with roads in wintertime than Connecticut DOT. And so yeah. uh, and I would say the same thing for Wallingford. I think Wallingford does a tremendous job when it comes to taking care of the roadways. But when you're down 30% of your you know, of your workforce in a in a very critical ice situation, I mean, it's got to have Lamont, an impact. That's Lamont's fault. 
you know, that, that's where the buck stops. If it was because vaccination, for, you know, forcing vaccination or there, yeah, whatever yeah. the reason is. Yeah, whatever the reason, it doesn't matter, right? Well, yeah, and, but and, he's, you know, he's recovering think, from hip surgery, so you can't blame him. Oh, God. It, well, <laughs> it, they, it, you know, one, didn't someone die on the road? And I think I heard this morning on the news. Oh, I, 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 don't, I don't know if I heard that, but um, I, yeah, I there's a lot of accidents. It, it's it's amazing if that's it, that one person, there's one fatality. Uh, that's what I heard, yeah. It's amazing because, I mean, the accidents were all over the place. Everyone was there. Yeah. Um, a lot of times in these icing situations, though, for some reason, a lot of people don't die because they kind of just spin around and then Well, because they're just like bumper cars. There's not, they're not yeah. heavy impact. You're not doing 70 miles an hour and crashing into a right. car that's stationary. Right. you got cars he, that are sliding around, bouncing you know, off each other. So, I mean, it's damage, but it's not, it's not the right. same level of impact, right? I still think you should have gotten killed for that. I mean, that's dangerous. That's a very dangerous No, it uh, is, but again, who's going to hold it? We can't get no. anybody to hold them accountable for the SEMA 4 thing. I mean, so and that's right. money. So right, so you're not gonna you're not gonna have you're not gonna be having held accountable for anything else. It's just the way it is. Right. So, you know, no. we we no. the people have to hold them accountable. Well, we're trying. Thank you, yeah. Pastor Will. Thanks, RP. Appreciate everyone. 800-966-9842-860-522-9842. Give us a call. Matt, uh, Matt is anxiously awaiting uh, your your call, and um, he'd be happy to talk to you. He'd be happy to find out what you'd like to talk about. You know what we might do tomorrow, Matt? Because we didn't do it today. I wanted to bring back first-time caller day. And tomorrow might be a great day because there will be more people home probably tomorrow with the snow. So we might have first-time caller Friday tomorrow. And that's a fun time because it's, it's people who have never called the show before, we have way more people who listen than actually call, right? So thousands, tens of thousands of people have never called the show before. So this might be a day tomorrow where you're at home and, and you'll get your courage up and you'll, you'll want to actually – uh, 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 call in and, and, and let your let your voice be known, right, or heard. <laughs> no, no one heard. Uh, let's go. Oh, our good friend, Tim in Hamden. Hello, Tim. Why, good morning, Will, and uh, congratulations on your new show. Thank you. Uh, you know, Thank I you. could critique it, but I will skip it for now. <laughs> let me just say, um, you know, it, it's interesting. You know, uh, I don't think a lot of people uh, have really learned a lot of lessons since January 6th. I mean, it's, you know, the same people, you know, are calling up about conspiracies about COVID and everything like that, who were talking about, you know, we just had to wait and there's going to be some secret files released and stuff. The Rudy. I, I mean, no, one, no one's called this show and said that. So I'm not sure where you're hearing it. You're hearing it on a different radio program because no one said that on this show. When you were on before about or the the uh, when you were on before, they didn't call it, you know, with the. Uh, and months and months, it was just like any minute now, we're going to have the secret information that's going to be re- released about the, the voting processes and Dominion. It was going well, there was a lot of people that. talking about it. There was a lot of people, a lot of reports of credible people are talking about it. So, yeah, everybody was jumping in on well, there, it. it. never yeah, happened, never materialized. No, sure. no, no, no. There weren't credible people. I mean, you know, they, they, they voted, uh, recounted the votes in uh, Arizona three or four times, all the, uh, you know, Republican Secretaries of State, you know, certified the elections, but you know, Joe. Well, they, they and must have done it for some on and on legitimate and on. reason. And don't you want to make sure the vote was secure, Tim? Don't you want to make oh, sure there was God. no problems? With oh, it? that don't, but don't beg the question. That was the big. No, lie. I'm just saying. I mean, what, what's the problem? Big, I don't know. What's the problem? What's you know, it's just, you know, the Republican Party, especially in this state, has got to separate itself from Donald Trump. 
They just have to sim- simply say, you know, that. What does Donald past. Trump have to do with? He's not. He's a former president. What, what does he have to do with things today? Oh, I, I, I don't know. Other than hold a pall over the entire Republican Party, you guys, you know, you can separate it and stuff. But a lot of people who are not dyed in the wool, you know, I, you know, I'm going to my grave as Republicans are sitting there going. Why would I vote, you know, for the Republican Party? I don't know that I'm going to go to my grave as a Republican. I've thought several times about leaving the Republican Party over the years. You know, it's just, you know, it's this Paul, it's just this absolute denial. I just, you know, I get tired of of everybody looking in the rearview mirror. I think at this point we need to look ahead. We've gone through the worst two years in the history of the country practically, at least in our lifetime. You can't, you got to go back to 1918 to have it as bad as it's been in the last two years. I think we need to look, be a little more forward thinking and a little more forward looking. Everybody wants to go back and blame this and blame that. No, you know what? We're, 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 it's a new day, it's a new year. You know, forward, where's the, where's the, you know, New Republican voices and everything out there. Instead, I hear the same old people, the Marjorie Taylor Greens and all the other, you know, uh, whack jobs and stuff one out person. there that are out it's there. One person. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my, you know, there's a lot of people in, in the Republican well, and, Party. Well, and, and, and as if there's and not a lot of people state, in the Democrat Party that I ought to have. Even in the state who won't sit there and say, you know, Trump was absolutely wrong to do this. He encouraged people to, to riot, and people still kind of underplay, oh, it was just a big demonstration. We had, you know, 750 people. I think everybody, including myself, when it happened, denounced it. Violence isn't the right way to go. People were horrified it was happening. I don't know know anybody personally that supported it. Listen, listen, listen. You wouldn't talk about Biden that way, and I'm not going to have you talk about it that way because that's just wrong, Tim. See, that's part of the problem. Everybody wants to still go back and and Trump's Trump's evil and – Trump's the reason for all problems. No, no. It, it's a new day. It's a new year. We're moving ahead. We're looking forward. If you want to look behind, that's fine, but this isn't the place to do it. 800-966-9842, 860-522-9842. plenty of things that have happened in other administrations we can look back at and point. But what does that do for us today? What does that do for us now to solve the problems that we're facing right now? Donald Trump isn't uh, uh, impacting any of the problems that we're facing right now. He's not. So we've got to figure out what's going on right now and fix these things right now. 800-966-9842-860-522-9842. Air travel being disrupted. How long is that going to? Now, if you you follow what's happened in South Africa, the cases in South Africa, they, they peaked weeks ago. They're diminishing. Is that what's going to happen here? And are we going to, by the end of January, see a, a a fairly substantial decrease in cases and hospitalizations? And and does that get us out of it, or are we done at that point? Do we start living again? Do we start moving on again? Does air travel pick back up again? Air travel had a great third quarter. Delta had a tremendous first for oh, maybe the only airline though had had a profitable third quarter. Without government intervention, no subsidies whatsoever, right? So that could be it. All right, 800-966-9842. Matt's going to grab these calls. We're going to be here. We're wrapping up the – I can't believe it. The second hour is almost over. I know people are saying, well, wait a minute. How come it's only two hours? It, trust, it fits my schedule. This is wonderful. I was so grateful to be able to say, say yes to coming back because – partially because of the schedule. 
this is good for me. I mean, I, I, I know you may want more. Somebody said to me yesterday, well, I don't feel like it's enough. You know what? I'd rather leave you wanting more than be on too long and having you be bored with it. I don't know if that's, if that's accurate or not, but that's how I feel about it. So we only got two hours, and, and, it, and it's almost up. It's almost gone. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know why, why people have this, have this, this obsession with, with Donald Trump. He was the president. He had some great policies. The country was certainly doing better financially, economically under Trump than it's been under Biden. Oh, Biden created all these jobs. No, all Biden did was was watch over people going back to work. It was the government overreach that destroyed the jobs. Mm. Oh, I don't know. Massive, massive uh, Democrat retirements this year. Not people not running for re-election. Does that have coattails here in Connecticut? Does that make a difference here in Connecticut? Um, I don't know. Let's go to Steve in Springfield. Hello, Steve. Hi, hi Tom. How are you doing? Uh, 869842-860-522-9842. What's going to happen here in Connecticut? Do you think the schools will stay open? Do you want the schools to stay open? Which I, I think is a big question. Uh, the mayor of Chicago saying yes, oddly enough, and uh, the union saying no. There's got to be some pushback here in Connecticut with unions, I would imagine. Um, but perhaps not. I, I don't know. I think, again, I have to say, where give credit where credit is due. I think largely I, what I've heard from the governor here is that it's his preference that schools stay open. So um, that being the case, um, that's a good thing. But will it happen? Will the schools stay open? That's the question. Or will the schools close down again? You know, and on all this stuff, the jury's out on it. What What's the damage here? What is the, um, what is the long-term effect how how is this gonna how is this gonna pan out? What what is this gonna do to kids? We don't have any idea about that. It's gonna take it's gonna take a while to figure it out. You know, we, we've got some places where education kids are already struggling and below average for performance, and yet um, this this closeout doesn't help them. The remote stuff doesn't work, particularly, let me say, particularly in the special needs community. Total failure, remote learning, is a total failure in the special needs community. Doesn't help kids at all. But we'll, we'll just see what happens. Let's go to uh, Coventry and Janet. Janet, welcome to the show. Hi, Pastor Will. Glad you're back again. Uh, just a comment I wanted to make. I'm sort of being pushed out of my job um, they're telling me it's the OSHA mandate, and yeah. I spoke with someone yesterday uh, from the state of Connecticut called the Labor Department and actually got on with someone uh, from OSHA, and they're telling me that because it's in court or going to court, that it has not, they have not, OSHA has not mandated the vaccine yet. He said 
that your employer may be restricting you and telling you you need the vaccine, but OSHA, it's not coming from OSHA as of yet. So I thought people should know that if they're hearing from their employer that OSHA is mandating it. It hasn't happened yet. I, I, I think you're absolutely right. My question to you is, did you ask to get something in writing to that effect so that you can go to your employer and say, hello, OSHA says they're not doing it yet, so you can't either. Yeah, I did not ask for something in writing, and I was actually going to go down to my employer, um, you know, the, early this afternoon and talk mm-hmm. with the town manager regarding okay. it, but that would be a good idea to get something well, in writing. Well, you know, you just, it's a little backup, right? It gives you one more, mm-hmm. one more uh, tool in the toolbox to pull it out and say, well, this is what OSHA says, so I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys didn't get the memo, but you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> it just helps your case a little bit, that's all. Yes, yes, thank you for that input. I appreciate that. And, cool. Uh, good well, good luck. I hope things and- work out for you. Yeah, thank you. Take care. All right, all right. Thank you. I mean, I got to tell you, I I was inundated uh, with requests for want people wanting me to sign um, documents regarding religious exemptions, and um, you know, quite frankly, they don't care. Your, your employers don't care about religious exemptions. Um, Certainly, the state doesn't care about religious exemptions. It's unfortunate. We're not. We're not. We're in a weird place. We really are. It's a. It's a very strange place that we're in. I've got this appeared in Newsweek just uh, on December thirtieth, saying that Omicron may be the harbinger of the end of COVID's epidemic phase. This is a study that um, was completed and uh, in South Africa, um, and. It says, if the pattern continues and is repeated globally, we are likely to see a complete decoupling of cases and death rates, suggesting that Omicron might be the harbinger of the end of the epidemic phase of COVID pandemic, ushering in its endemic phase. And I I thought we were there, quite frankly. I thought we were already at endemic in Connecticut, and then we had this surge again. So what do I know? Um, The Centers for Disease Control describes an endemic as a sudden localized rise in particular disease that is usually present in a community. This means that the disease spread is predictable. This is in contrast to pandemic, which the CDC defines as an event in which the disease spreads across several countries and affects large numbers of people. Are we done or coming back? Okay. Hey, you know what, guys? That's... I can't believe it. We're done. Two hours. We're gone. Uh, listen, we'll be here for you tomorrow. We'll we'll be on. We'll be ready for you. We'll take your calls. We'll give you information. No better place to be in a weather event than WTIC News Talk 1080. And no better place to be on WTIC 1080 than Will Marotti Show. Unless it's the Tom Shattuck Show coming up. Matt, thanks so much, guys. God bless you guys. Be safe on the roads tonight, tomorrow. And uh, we'll see you tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates the class of 2024, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 